Hello, good people. You're listening to the Average Bread Podcast. I'm your host for today, Juliet, and I am joined by Elvis, Chris, and Isaac. How are y'all doing today? Fantastic. Doing well. Feeling great. I love it. I love to hear it. Um, so I was just thinking the other day that because we're home a lot more, um, my music habits have changed. Like usually I'm on the road listening to new music, but lately I've been just playing games and kind of ignoring it. Have you guys seen any changes in your music habits? I, for one, definitely have noticed that, like, I didn't recognize it before, but I listen to music a lot, like, during transit, right? Like, walking places or driving, and, like, yeah. <laughs> since I'm in place, uh, the the thought to start listening to some music doesn't come up as much. And then when it does, I tend to listen just, like, the exact same stuff over and over yeah. again. <laughs> personally though i've noticed that within myself yeah also like in the same vein like i only ever really put up music to accompany the task i'm doing it's almost like having like montage music you know, <laughs> just just to make things better just to keep things upbeat usually my music listening a lot of it tends to happen while either while working work or working out or in the car but two of those things don't happen much anymore so it's it's definitely the type of thing where I just haven't been listening to new music as much, at least that music that came out this year. Definitely agree with that. So I guess during this time, if you do find yourself listening to mu- new music, how, how do you find that? Uh, see, like, I always want to point to Pitchfork, but at the same time, I kind of have like this love-hate relationship with them. Because on one hand, they they suggest amazing music. And like their mm-hmm. best, like you know, new albums, best new songs, but at the same time, they give the worst like reviews, or rather, the most inconsistent <laughs> reviews. They would have like, um, I don't know, like a five point two, and somehow the written review is like describing this music as like amazing. So there's a kind of like this mm-hmm. disconnect, but like otherwise, it's like it's like it's a great resource, and also there's like Reddit. And while I haven't been checking in on um, forums like that, I guess just like lately, rather than falling back to comfort music like Elvis, like those are like great things that uh, definitely wean music off of. I guess for me, it it tends to be because what you're talking about with Pitchfork is kind of surprising me because I'm, I guess I'm, I'm weird in that like I almost use that as a huh, I really like this album. I wonder what they thought about this. And then if it doesn't agree, then I'm like, ah, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> but like, like a counterpoint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess I would read a review, but I don't know. I've With the way they score stuff, it's kind of weird because I've kind of grown, or I've had a growing disdain for the, uh, for like the 100-point scale. Like, what's the material difference between uh, 8.8 and 8.7? Right. Like, it doesn't, I don't really know if it's something that's as meaningful, if that makes sense. So, I guess I I tend to look at it, but it's mostly just in validation, not necessarily, like, like ultimately everywhere. Like, face value. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. like what we like at right. the end of the day. I, I definitely agree. And I have my own opinions about Pitchfork as well. I, I actually haven't really looked at it much, because I, I agree with Chris in terms of, like, just inconsistencies sometimes in their reviews and also it's just like i don't know like what kind of music the person who reviewed it 
is into right so it's like are they really even qualified to be like yeah i don't think this is good like objectively you can't it's really hard to but i mean i appreciate different perspectives at the same time if that makes sense it's hard to just Mm -hmm. like trust them but i mean they do have a lot of a lot of clout so they have some influence yeah yeah and then when it comes to oh sorry i was gonna bring it back to the original question if that's cool yeah where you asked about like the discovery so for me I definitely have just been trusting a lot in Spotify algorithms uh, and oh, the Discovery yeah. Weekly. Um, also, I've noticed a lot of artists during this time, during quarantine and stuff, are just like having just longer creative sessions and just trying to output anything. So there's a lot of stuff on like Twitch and just like random small projects just popping up all over the place that I think are very interesting. So. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, it's interesting that um, Pitchfork came up for, for two of us. I... And it come from a totally different perspective, and that comes from me liking a total different genre of music as well from you all, which we can discuss a little bit later. But I find my new my new music from TikTok. Oh, so what's what's really trending? Short short choruses that like catch my attention, um, as well as again Spotify, just the top fifty chart because mainly I listen to to pop music, and I think you all kind of listen to to different genres from me. I agree. Oh. Um, I had, TikTok has definitely been making waves for different types of music. Like a lot of things have gone viral because of TikTok, and there's just lots of different avenues. And I, I don't know. I listen to a lot of different genres as well, but I feel like the discovery process is very unique for like each individual, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like, and then some people listen to music for different reasons or for doing different tasks. So it's like it just really depends on the circle the circle you are in. Excuse me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let me ask this though. Um, with the rise of TikTok, and uh, I guess just mm-hmm. as a precursor, I, I don't really like watch too many TikToks and stuff. But um, I guess with uh, like the rise of TikTok and like this new medium of like potentially consuming music, um, has there been any like new genres of music that came out of that? Because like for like I I keep thinking back to um, you know like those bedroom pop lo-fi girl. <laughs> how that's yeah how that started as like in youtube and you know spiraled into like this almost like new genre like has, has, has there been anything com- like comparable like that happening with like tiktok music or i feel like that's not something we're gonna really be able to analyze the effects of until maybe a year from now mm-hmm. yeah because i i remember i remember watching i don't know if i was watching a video or reading something about how a lot of music has been optimized for Spotify mm. and mm-hmm. in terms of how people create their albums and stuff like that. Since I guess I think it has something to do with because of the money you make is per stream. Mm-hmm. It encourages artists and labels to create longer albums because more, more people are probably just going to put the album on and then go and do whatever. Okay. So like, I think they were relating that to why you see like a lot of recent Drake albums, for example, are always at least an hour long. And mm-hmm. I, honestly, like I, I, I think like an hour is way too long for an album nowadays. Like, but I mean, some people prefer that. So that's just, I mean, that's just my opinion. Huh? I did not know that. That's very interesting because I would have thought mm-hmm. the opposite. So you're saying that people are more likely to release longer albums. I thought, you know, people's like attention spans are getting shorter, so they would release like shorter tracks to that to just like catch people in the moment because i mean like you said like a long album is actually a turnoff for me like i mm-hmm. if i see an album that has like 30 tracks or is an hour plus in duration like i don't even feel like trying to sift through it <laughs> personally 
Well, you said you said shorter tracks, but you can still have many tracks on a really long album. True. We're talking about like like three minute tracks, but you got like 20 plus (laughs) songs on there. You know what? Mm -hmm. I I like that y'all pointed that out because I've noticed like recently that most independent artists, at least, um, I guess, especially during the Corona times, they've been putting out like shorter EPs, uh, whereas, um, you know, the big budget, like music industry, like, I guess, thinking back, like Big Sean's like most recent Detroit 2 is like a super long album. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I, I guess, like, I'm trying to figure out if like, the you know, the big music industry um, labels and artists affiliated are putting out longer albums like with that, like in mind, like, you know, Mm-hmm. That Spotify algorithm and like making money off of that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's on the mind. I, yeah, they've got to be analyzing that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I th- I think it's interesting. Like, um, you all mentioning that artists are trying to optimize their space in Spotify. I think for me, um, to to Chris's point, I think there's a similar pattern with TikTok. I think some big artists are making sure that their chorus has like a dance with it. Like Say So by Doja Cat, there's a dance that goes with that so that people can record 30 seconds of the chorus while dancing on TikTok and it becomes a trend. And I've seen that a lot more when songs come out, that music video has a 30 second dance that people can easily copy and then replicate on TikTok to make it trend. That is an amazing point, yeah. I was like the 2C, was it the 2C style? Yeah, Drake. I feel, yeah, like, I feel yeah. like an old yes. man. Yep. <laughs> it's all good. You know, you know, what are the whippersnappers listen to now? <laughs> oh my lord. But yeah, I, I remember seeing that video come out. I'm like, this feels like it, it is definitely targeting social media, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely like a, a calculation that goes into that. Like, people are definitely trying to explore different media and just how to utilize them to grow, right? Like, and that's what you got to do. Yeah. It's really interesting to see the trends. Um, and I know you all mentioned like album lengths and things like that. So I normally don't listen to albums. I'm a singles person. Like I need, I want to find like that one song I can put on repeat. But I mean, what, what are you guys, what do you guys do when, when you're finding new artists? Do you go for full albums? Is that what you like to listen to? Or are you repeat singles kind of person like me? For me, I tend to not do just like whole albums in terms of like discovery unless I'm already familiar with that artist or like mm-hmm. s- someone they're associated with. Like, for example, like Alicia Keys just dropped a new album recently and I was like, oh, I fucking love Alicia Keys. So I listened, to, I turned on like the whole thing. But if I'm kind of just like dabbling around and just searching for like different artists, I tend to just maybe skip around a lot, just try to see mm-hmm. what they're. I guess average sound is in terms of like across because you know people can change a lot throughout their different uh, albums and their career in music so I try to let's gauge like what their core sound is and then if it really is in line with my like taste yeah it's it's actually really funny that you bring that up with you liking um singles over albums because I know that like I I, I get a lot of suggestions uh, music suggestions from friends and like Isaac you specifically Oh. I remember, <laughs> like just you know, just so when you hang out on Discord, like you'd put on some new music, uh, mm-hmm. through Groovy, and I'm like, oh damn, that's a good ass, like that's a good ass song. Let me put that in like my singles playlist. Whereas like Elvis, for example, like he would suggest artists instead of like 
uh, specific singles like you know, Caro Caro Bonito, um, Charlie XCX, which I haven't really given a shot yet. It, but, it's um, okay, in due time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but it, it's cool though. Um, but like personally, for me, I I prefer albums over singles, like primarily because like you know concept albums and being able to listen to a song and within the context of the other song and like it kind of enhances mm-hmm. the meaning behind it you know stuff like good kid mad city uh black parade sergeant peppers you know just stuff like that oh, that was a that was a huge a huge like range of artists yeah right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just going from kendrick lamar to the beatles <laughs> no no yeah, funny. i was like wait what <laughs> i wasn't was prepared for that <laughs> i yeah, I, I, I think uh, my music discovery has definitely been rooted in, like, the albums or listening to albums because I, I didn't really start going out of my way to listen to music until, like, maybe, I want to say, like, freshman year of high school or something like that. Mm-hmm. So back then, this was, like, pre-Spotify. It'd be the type of thing where I'd hear... Essentially, like I would, I, like I have my iPod Touch that I got from my brother, so I would be using Pandora, and I think I started. I think I remember starting at like the Green Day radio, and then I just kind of branched out from there. So I, I would find mm-hmm. an artist that I like. I'm like, like I, I like Red Hot Chili Peppers, for example. They came up on there a lot, so I was like, oh, I like this music. Okay, what album is this on? All right, cool, cool, cool. And then I would uh, figure out a way to uh, retrieve that album, <laughs> and when I so because the amount of work that I would have to go through in order to get this music, it would encourage me to sit down and listen to this album more. And that was and that has kind of and that had kind of been my process until Spotify became really popular and streaming was just right. free. But so like in that sense, I find myself over time listening to f- albums less frequently, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But oh, okay. Um, I would still, I still do very much like go and listen to albums just because I'm like, okay, that's the full sound of that artist or that artist within this block of work. Okay, that's an interesting point. You, so I'm hearing you all have a certain investment with the artists themselves. Yes, yeah. I definitely like yeah. try and know more about like who they are as a person, like what they create music for, like what they're trying to do it for, and it. That really enhances the experience for me personally. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really say I go into like the context of what the artist is all about. I try to like glean that from the music itself, unless I already know who that person is. Like mm-hmm. s- some- sometimes, like I would hear about an artist, and so I just go to their page, find maybe the latest or the second latest album, and then just play that and see what it's about. And then going back to like consumption habits, like. I didn't really think about it much, but, like, Spotify really has just, like, dominated the way I consume music. Because, like, like I was saying earlier, like, it used to be much more involved of a process of, like, searching through, like, different platforms and just different ways to get to the music that you like. But, like, the streaming and just the convenience, like, all I do now is just open up Spotify, bounce between different radios or suggestions or just, like, what they send to me. Like, it took a lot of that out of the, like, you know, a lot of that process was shrunk. And it just makes it so much easier for me to find new music and then still, like, listen to recommendations from, like, my friends and stuff, see what they're up to on their playlist and whatnot on their, mm-hmm. like, what they're listening to recently. And it's like, 
and I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't want to sound like a music elitist, but I'm I'm selective about who I actually follow on Spotify because <laughs> like <laughs> that that information like. If I, no offense, if I don't think your music taste is in line with mine, I'm not going to follow you on Spotify because I, <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys. What do you do? Oh, you're talking about like friends you follow. Yeah, friends you yeah, follow. Yeah, friends you follow, not oh, artists, sorry. Yeah. Okay, okay. See, I, I feel good now. I feel like it's a badge of honor having Isaac's name and like what I follow list. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't follow me, I can tell you that. I, I don't know, I... I, I'm always kind of, I don't know, I consider myself like a mildly nosy person, so part of me is just always kind of curious what, like, I'll follow my friends even if their music tastes don't align with mine, because sometimes I see an artist on there, I'm like, now who the hell is that? And I have to go <laughs> find out. Like, I, I think one time I saw um, Isaac listening to Ugly God, and like, God knows he, <laughs> the, type, the type of, uh, foolishness. What? Yeah, yeah, in, in his uh, song titles. So I'm just like, I have to figure out what it's about. I'm like, oh, oh wait, what, what was the what was one of them? What was one of them called? The booty tape? Or like, what are you oh yeah, that, I, I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I didn't know if you were talking about the album or the track. Like, I, I, can't, I, I forgot either one. Like, I, I, I guess so. But that something like that, like. I, I'm like, okay, there has it to be a reason why he's listening eye. to something called the booty tape. Like, yeah, <laughs> fair. So, that's a good so, point. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I guess I didn't think about it that way in terms of just like, you never know what could pop up, even if mm-hmm. I shouldn't make yeah. the assumption that um, just because your music tastes aren't aligned with mine, that nothing good or that I will enjoy will ever come up. But I guess there's a difference between that and then just knowing like when you just see a certain type like for example i don't listen to like pop music or like really top 40 stuff or like a whole lot and like i know that's like for some people like almost the core of their consumption so it's like it's me yeah so it's like at me no 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 fits like i'm just saying like i just don't want to see that as often if that makes sense because i'm trying to like purposely find underground kind of lesser known things new sounds new styles so it's like just the the rare chance that something unique does pop up you know from someone that i follow that has that kind of listening style i feel Mm -hmm. like just isn't worth for me personally if that makes sense yeah definitely so what i'm hearing is that when it comes to music i'm i really try not to be like oh you don't listen to these people it's like you don't know about you know xyz man it's like and I, I'm not trying to like gatekeep or anything, but mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it's just interesting. Like I just really love music, and I love the process of trying to create something new because people are constantly inspired and learn from like the artists that they listen to when growing up, and just watching that like how it fuses into you know different styles and how people can just manipulate it in different ways. I I really enjoy just going through that process and sharing it with artists. So. That's how I connect to music and the artist. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Yeah. It's sort of like when you find a new like a new genre for the first time and you listen to it in the first and at first you're just like your mind just kind of rejects it because it's like I, I've never heard anything like this. It doesn't match any right. like, it doesn't match any patterns that have gone through my brain or nothing. And yeah. then 
if you continue to give it a shot, you tend to warm up to it. It's sort of like a album that, like, this might sound this might sound blasphemous, but I remember the first time I listened to, to, to "Pimp a Butterfly" from Kendrick Lamar. I wasn't really quite feeling it because I was coming off the vibes of Good Kid, Mad City. I was used to how that sounded in in regard to Kendrick. So going from that to more of a jazz infused, um, jazz inspired, like kind of more of a R and B. Or no, no, no. I, I was going to say like more. Like of, a... No, no. I, I was about. I was, I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> I guess it was kind of. I guess relatively, it kind of feels more like kind of scatterbrained in its composition so like yeah i wasn't quite used to that and it, it took me a few months but i eventually came around and i was like holy holy shit this is like I, I, not i guess many months late holy shit this is a masterpiece you know mm-hmm. but um I, I i don't know i find that a lot of the times it takes that time and exposure to really come to appreciate a artist or a work from an artist I, I definitely agree with you all, but I wanted to mention, since Isaac uh, really is into the whole friends and following people, there's a lot of other um, kind of features in Spotify. I'm just wondering what else you kind of use to control or organize the way you listen to music on Spotify. Sure. Um, to start off with, uh, I definitely just like use the, the like songs feature. Like Me if too. there's something key, I use it kind of like a bookmark almost in terms of like even if I like the whole album, I'm not necessarily going to just hit like on the whole album and have the whole thing show up there. I use it as like a point so I can jump back to it. And then mm-hmm. it's, I also like it's kind of weird because even though there's so much music I listen to, I don't necessarily create playlists a lot because I like kind of artificially setting up the process of rediscovery. So like there's some stuff that I'll just like every once in a while scroll through my like songs and go way back and be like, Oh yeah, I remember when I was listening to this. And then like, it's almost like I'm listening to it for the first time again. And then when I, when I come back to it after some time, I can sometimes appreciate it differently. And then I think that is a good point I was made as well in terms of like how just different styles or albums may speak to you differently at different points in your life. Yeah. And it's like, there's definitely times where I associate, it's like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, this, I was listening to this album when I was, you know, grinding out the last few years of undergrad, you know, it's like, or something like that, if that makes sense. So it's just like, it brings back all those memories of the time in my life as well, which is why I like doing it that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess as far as, <laughs> as far as Spotify features like that, I definitely don't really take advantage of the like button that much. But that's, I guess that almost kind of goes back to listening habits where, where I, I tend not to, um, I guess because I somewhat, because I tend to listen to albums, like I, if I'm looking for a specific song, I never really use the like songs. I always go to the albums view and then f- scroll until the artist and go to whatever album that's from. So in that sense, it's kind of like, it's a feature that I'm like, okay, it's cool that you're there, but and especially since they decoupled like the like an album from liking all the songs in that album that right. has almost yeah. like made me exclusively not really care to use the like songs because now it's not really that useful for me it's not even a collection of it's not a list of songs from every album i've saved anymore which is how i would have used it in the past but oh interesting okay but uh, I, 
don't know. I, I feel like an old man because that's how iTunes worked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, the same way, too, now that I think about it. Because, um, like, in the past, I guess before I really figured out or experimented too much with Spotify, I only ever used, like, songs because that's how I used to do it through iTunes. But now I'm, like, more on building playlists just according to my moods, I suppose. And they are, there, there's stuff that... I constantly add on to and take away but like for the most part i like to consume my music i guess in like you know I, I like to use it in order to accompany like the tasks i'm doing so i have stuff like my cooking playlist which i'm sure isaac is very familiar with <laughs> yeah, it's all, so, so it's gotta be you know, smooth and smug always gotta start with little uzis peas and Q's. yeah yeah <laughs> Because yeah, I mean, cooking definitely requires a lot of confidence and a bit of flair, and it, it inspires me to do that. And you know, alternatively, there's also like I have another playlist called Pressure. It's a dark rap like beats and it helps me facilitate like negative emotions. And also, I use it to like uh, I guess push myself. Like usually when I'm working out or if I'm coding or if I'm mm-hmm. making art, you know, it's just like stuff that like stuff like really gets me going. Yeah, I I totally that resonates with me for sure. Um, I think like what you're saying that there's a mood for everything. I used to make a playlist for every semester when I was in college just because seasons change, classes change, things like that. And additionally, when midterms and finals came, when things were a little heightened, I needed those hype songs as well. It kind of sucks because as of recently, um, since graduating, I feel like there's less structure in my life, which means there's definitely less structure in my music. And that has me leaning towards um, what Isaac does and using the likes. Um, so if I like a song, I like it. It's in that big collection of playlists. I have songs that I've liked um, from after I graduated all the way until now. And even though I have less structure, it reminds me of those moments in the past three years since I graduated of like, what I've gone through and like different moments in those songs. So I guess I'm adjusting and I'm in an adjustment point, but I love both of your points. Like those definitely, definitely resonate with me. The idea of mood playlists is something that, so like the, what you're describing with like naming, uh, with naming your playlist after semesters, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that I've, I never adopted that, but I, I started adopting like, if I'm listening to something or this collection of or this type of music on a particular month, I tend to name it like by month and year. But the problem I found out with that, at least this year, has been that while doing that, I'm also trying to keep all the tracks in that in that playlist somewhat relative to each other. Like they gotta sound similar, mm-hmm. and yeah. then these these playlists end up being like six or seven tracks, and then I forget about them <laughs> immediately oh, yeah. because. Yeah. I'm I'm realizing that or I was thinking about this week and I'm like this actually might be a place I could use more as like liked music so this is what I liked listening to as opposed to this is what I like listening to and that sounds tonally consistent but I but have yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry but, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, cool. I had two <laughs> questions that I came up with um so for people that like create playlists um does the order of the tracks mean a lot to you in this in the in that playlist or is it just like trying to keep everything in the same kind of 
whatever like mood or whatever the purpose of that playlist is supposed to support does it matter the order if that makes sense oh hell yes 100 oh, <laughs> percent um uh, i guess just like an ex- as an example uh like back with my pressure playlist it starts out with um travis scott's like new song off of them new like that new movie tenet mm-hmm. and for the most part like in the in the first uh 25 percent of that album it starts out you know dark heavy and overbearing it's kind of like it's you know it's you're prepping up for a fight but like things uh, as, as things progress through the album things get lighter tempo picks up midway through because that's the point where like i'm off my slump like i'm in it i'm, I'm already working it and i'm just you know I, I need that music to keep me going and then and then and then the far end it kind of like decompresses and slows down a little bit more and i mean by okay. that i'm usually like you know done with my like song. winding down mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly okay cool no <laughs> <laughs> all right okay okay <laughs> okay, okay but 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 on the real like that no was to i i don't really think about the order that much just because when i do listen to it it tends to be on shuffle so like i guess back in the back when i would when I used to like make essentially playlists, but you'd have to burn on a CD to play in the car. I, order would really matter to me back then because I'm like, this is go- this has to play in order basically, or else it sounds kind of like Billy Cheek. So I gotta, <laughs> I, I did put a lot more thought into it, but I do like the idea of doing that. I just don't find myself with enough time to think through those rises and falls. Hmm. Fair, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then my second question was, like, I noticed we talked a lot about, like, Spotify and other platforms were briefly mentioned. And I'm just, like, curious, like, how do you guys feel about, like, where do you, do you primarily all use Spotify as well? Or, because I know Elvis, you used to really like iTunes, I think. (laughs) If I recall correctly, you used to have, like, a very specific version, like, of iTunes saved on your old laptop. Because, like, before they changed, like, a whole, (laughs) before they changed, like, the UI and everything, you're like, bro, why did they ever go away from this? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like... I know what How you're do you feel? About. Yeah, if yeah. that's um, you know, not saying you know, I'm not trying to throw shade at any one platform, but mm-hmm. I just remember, like, for example, having a conversation with my other friends um, who mentioned that a lot of her uh, other Indian friends and uh, friends of like color or foreigners like Apple Music more because it has a better selection for you know um, international music and like it's not necessarily as region locked. Apparently, I don't know. I haven't used Apple Music much. I don't really use iOS or um, Apple products mm-hmm. that much, so. I've never really thought much about just like what platform suits what demographic because I kind of just if it works for me and it hasn't done me wrong I tend not to change but like yeah how do you guys feel I I use Spotify and I really enjoy it I think before that I was definitely downloading music illegally um, (laughs) and and I was using iTunes but I mean it was a struggle to get the album art and like edit like everything Um, so Spotify was a life changer for me just to have everything in in one spot and I really like it I I did dabble in um, Pandora for a while and I do prefer their radio to Spotify's for Mm -hmm. reasons Mm -hmm. I can't really pinpoint maybe y'all can help me out but um yeah, Pandora if I do want to, like, use a radio, but Spotify for my own, again, I'm a repeat person, um, for just organizing everything and having it in one place, Spotify is definitely my go-to. I I guess to touch on that Pandora point real quick, like, what I discovered, and 
I'm sure the algorithms probably changed and gotten better over time, but I remember when I was migrating platforms, something I never liked about Spotify is that songs from the same artist would repeat too much for mm. me, where mm. I guess depending on you, that might, or depending on the person, that might be a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I, I like Pandora in the sense that it helped me, it helped facilitate music discovery for me, especially like in my early days, just because I, I didn't know what I liked, I didn't know what was out there, so I can be on like a, I could be on a, uh, I could be on like a rock radio and end up getting something that's probably a lot more closer to a different genre, and I didn't mind that because I'm like, oh, what well, this is different, you know. And real quick, so you're saying you experienced better discovery with Pandora as opposed to Spotify, personally? For yes. You, and then yeah, at, what, at least in the past. Yeah. Okay. I was about to ask like when because I felt like I actually had the exact flip flop of that where like the Pandora stations where I had I felt like I would get the same kind of like handful of stuff over and over again and then I was like it I I don't know what it was way way back this is like high school for me right so it's like I don't know I'm sure they've improved their algorithms greatly by now but like it was not the search was not that wide in my experience so that's one of the reasons that actually made me transition from Pandora to Spotify. Oh, I mean, for me, it would have been around that time because we're like, what, three, is it three years apart, two years apart? But I think like, I don't know. For me, I kind of, I, I guess I just had a different experience then because I would have been using it around the early 2010s as well, like 2009 to 2000, I guess, 11 or 12. I don't remember when I started using Spotify. But um, I mean, ultimately, I guess, I ended up paying for Spotify, so that probably is what kept me on the platform. And using Pandora, I'm just like nowadays, at least I don't really use it ever. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, Elvis and I got Spotify, like the premium, around the same time. So I would say we were on Pandora probably, yeah, early 2010s to about 20. 13 because we got Spotify with the 99 cent deal for three months. Oh, that was 14. Yeah, that was 2014. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess I I, I guess that's sort of how my experience had been with that. But I forget what the rest of the I forgot what the other question was. It was just about, like the the platforms and any particular reason that you um, stick to one or use one or use one more than another or anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was actually I guess Pandora kind of comes into play there because Spotify for the longest time had been a very it always kind of felt like a very like Western centric platform in terms of the mm. music available yeah. on there and. In the past few years, they've been significantly improving their uh, catalog of international music. But I found that largely, for the most part, you're like, yeah, luck, you know, because Mm -hmm. so that that was the single thing that kept me going to Pandora. And I know it's kept, um, I know, for example, John had uh, Google Music for the similar reason, because it just had a wider selection of international artists. But but. Nowadays, they've been better, but I'm sure there's still going to yeah. be that, yeah, here and there. For sure. 
I had one more question, but I lost it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> no worries. Um, since all of us have been using Spotify for a long time, do you enjoy um, when the end of the year comes and you get to see your wrapped statistics, I guess you can call them? I do. I, I very much look forward to seeing like my listening habits and trends. Though I also pair that with um, last.fm. So I don't know if anyone else... Oh, yeah, I guess that's one more feature that I don't know if a lot of people utilize. You can link your last.fm with your Spotify. And I don't have like the the premium of that, but like that also gives you a lot of different statistics in terms of like genre who you're listening to a lot recently and stuff. And I like to pop back in there every once in a while just to like reflect on what I've listened to and what I've discovered. And there's a lot of interesting metrics on that in terms of like how many new artists you've listened to, like how many the top tracks you listen to and stuff. And I like pairing that with the Spotify Wrapped and just like reflecting, but mm. like, wow, <laughs> yeah. Oh, real quick though, what like what's last stuff? Um, is that just like a metrics tracker, or like, and is it like a plugin for Spotify or anything like that? Or so it's kind of like a, it's changed a lot. Now it's like a way to connect with other people that it's like almost like a community finder <laughs> for like people that listen to the same music as you, as well as tracking your um your listening habits and stuff. Like, oh, it's okay. it's. It's hard to describe. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so I, I remember, I don't know how it is now, but I remember like back in the, like back, like maybe around 2011, I was using it on my Xbox because it would be, it was a radio, it was a radio service, sort of like iHeartRadio or Pandora. And I'm sure they still have that feature, but that's how I would use it back in the day. But whenever they ask me, oh, do you want to have Last.fm scrub through your listening habits or scrub or what was Scrabble. it called? Scrabble. Scrabble. But whenever they ask that, I always just check no because I'm like, oh, they don't even know what I'm listening to over here. But now that you're talking about all these data and metrics, I'm like, maybe I should have yeah. done that. Imagine if you've been tracking all that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's whatever. I mean, Spotify yeah. has that data. They could give it to us. They just don't. Yep. That's fair. Uh, until the end of the year. <laughs> and then and they take it down it's, a few it's months a, It's later. a selective. Yeah, they take it down uh, and they only reveal as much as they're comfortable giving, right? So it's like. Exactly. Uh, no shade. No a, shade. It's a shame. <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, you could throw shade. I'm just saying that I'm, for myself. I, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm saying yeah. for myself that that's shade thrown. I feel like that would be really cool to see. Or that'd be a really cool feature to know, especially All since right. it is your data. Is your data so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, square up Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, they're all the way over in Sweden. I ain't <laughs> fine over there. I don't even think we can get there right now. <laughs> Fair. They don't want us. Yeah. yeah, understandable. So, oh shit! Did I come through? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> toxic. Okay. I I love draft. I love seeing what I've listened to. I I think the one that they just did the earlier this year, where they went through all of the the last decade, um, was really interesting because I I was surprised actually by my statistics, and I was surprised that um over 2010 my most listened to wasn't like. One Direction. It was five seconds of summer, and it's really cool to be surprised because you think you know yourself, and you're like, I don't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Personally, I wasn't too shocked by what I saw. Like, I can't remember the whole decade thing, but I remember I listened to a lot of Kanye, I listened to a lot of Brockhampton, I listened to a lot of Logic, and I was like, Yep, this 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 checks out. <laughs> like, <laughs> so 
I think every once in a while, oh, there was one time, I forgot what year it was, where it did greatly surprise me in terms of like the top five artists. And I think, mm-hmm. I think Elvis was around at the time. I can't remember, but I was going through, I'm like, okay, Brockhampton, Kanye, Logic. And then it was like Sleeping with Sirens. So I was like, wait a second, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh, would you look at that? I didn't know I was jamming out there to Sleeping with Sirens, but hey, you know, sometimes you just go through a mood. Mm-hmm. I'm scrolling through my top songs playlists on my Spotify right now, and it was the type of thing where 2016, I feel like 2016 and 2017 were largely dictated by what I was listening to that summer, because okay. those summers I can remember really well. Like for some reason, 2016 was when I finally listened to listened through uh, Stankonia from Outcast. So. You see, there's like multiple songs on there from that album. There's like songs from Block Party because I was listening to their first album on Spotify a lot that summer as well. I'm just like, yeah, I this checks out. And then 2017 through 2019, it just kind of progressively, you kind of just see the progression. I'm like, yeah, that top song I definitely listened to on repeat a lot, you know? Mm. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I think between, I guess I'm realizing looking at my 2019 one as well that one way in which my music habits changed is the proportion of like, Amer- I guess the proportion of American artists versus like, I guess European artists versus like Japanese artists has mm-hmm. been a lot more, has kind of evened out a lot more than I was expecting. Mm. But yeah. So it's like, more balanced. Yeah, yeah, it's more balanced because oh. I don't know. It was a weird thing where whenever they started expanding their catalog of uh, of like Asian and East Asian music, what surprised me was just going into listening to it. I'm like, sonically, you can hear a lot of the stuff that you're used to hearing over here in the states, but then how it's composed always sounds like you never heard anything like this before. It, it kind of reminded me of discovering a new genre almost, except it's a mm-hmm. whole new region of musical styles mm. and tastes. Mm. And I thought okay. that, was, that was like pretty revelatory for me when they started expanding the catalog, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Let's play a game real quick since we're talking about Wrapped. I want you all to guess who you think for this year when Wrapped comes out um, in December who do you think your most listened artist is going to be? And we'll like play this back Ooh, uh, in December to uh, see if we got it right. That is a great question. Give me a sec to think. My top yeah, artist? Right. Yeah. What do we want to do top one and we do want to do top three? Can I, yeah, can I get like a guess? Like I want to raise. Like, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> okay. Let's do three. No, actually, Let's you know do what? three. It's more fun if it's just one, actually. Like, okay. I think you're right. You, you make Good a challenge. good point. Yeah. But you cannot just after this play that artist over and right, over again right. just so you I, can get gonna, it right. I'm not gonna, uh, you know, pad my stats or nothing. Yeah, uh, you got sure. me. Okay. <laughs> see. Well, I'll start off since I kind of threw this on you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess. Oh no, I wasn't ready either. <laughs> but I will. I. <laughs> I will guess. Um, Taylor Swift. I'm. I'm gonna guess she has two albums that released recently. That's going to be my guess. Hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. That's, right. that's that's fair. That's a, that's a good one. Hmm. I'm not sure how mine's going to turn out, but I feel like it might be Caro Caro Benito. Okay. Like, okay. Because 
because the type of music they make is like it's very much i guess is poppy but it, i forgot what what's a, what what was it that they call it is that hyper pop i don't know i'm, I'm not, not really sure, sure. what the yeah uh-huh. but um there they have an album that they came out with in like I want to say like 2017 called Bonita Generation. And it's like a very, it's a very upbeat album that takes a lot of inspiration from, um, from like the J-pop, from like J-pop, uh, like Japanese pop. Mm-hmm. And I play that album a lot when I play League of Legends. And I played League, League of Legends okay. a lot this year. because, <laughs> And the reason <laughs> I play that album is yeah. because that game is very tilt inducing. So mm-hmm. okay. I try to pair that with an album that makes me that makes me calmer so that I can not get as angry about the game. Cause I mean, yeah. Cause with that game specifically, it seems to be a common issue. Yeah. That's a good point. That's uh, I definitely have been listening to more like mellow and like calmer music recently. I just don't mm-hmm. know if that will counterbalance <laughs> what I've listened to up until this point. So for, right. for me personally, I know my primarily, or I primarily listen to like hip hop and rap stuff. I know I've been listening to like a lot of the stuff that Denzel Curry is in, so I think it might be Denzel Curry, but like that's I'm not too strong in that guess. But I'm I'm gonna lock it in. I'm gonna lock it in. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like my artist is definitely largely determined by just the climate of the times, because like um I'm just I'm gonna say Sampha and like his pro and his okay. album called Process, like primarily because like. This was like comfort music for me almost. Like this was an album that largely flew under the radar back in 2017. And it's an album about like, you know, processing grief and like rediscovering like yourself and you know, I feel like with coronavirus, there's just been a lot of, you know, self-rediscovery and just just like kind of um I don't I reflection? Kind of, like sad. Yeah, yeah, self-reflection and you know, with a little bit of like that somber tone. And I know that's an album that have been largely on repeat uh really ever since february now that i think mm. about mm-hmm. it so okay. definitely that one sounds good Ooh. this is gonna be yeah, interesting this is a great idea juliet i'm i'm yeah. looking forward oh, to thanks. to the results yeah because i i think it's interesting because i was definitely surprised i know isaac you said you weren't but um and so when when Rapt does come, it's super exciting and and I know we all hopped on on Discord. Oh, check it out! It's already up. <laughs> um, I I just want to know, like, do you do you share with anyone else besides friends? Um, I know I post it on my social media because I'm proud of what I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to know, like, um, like is that what's that feeling and and why does it feel so good? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to say it's like validation because it's almost like, you know, when you share music with your friends and they like it, it's like, oh, that, that's true. Like, it feels very validating. And also in the same vein, it's like, um, I, I guess, like, just like with you, Isaac, because I'm, I'm also a little bit of like a hipster and finding out like underground music. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, like, you know, when, when you go out and find people who are like that, you know, you're exactly like that. It's like, oh, you listen to Duckworth. Oh, you listen to me, like Mitski. It's like, that connection finding it out like in the wild yeah. it's like damn it's like oh. a little adrenaline rush yeah <laughs> you, you, like there were others <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of the time i could i would ask chris 
um, hey, have you listened to I insert some type of like indie artist here? And Chris is like, yes, yeah, <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's always yeah. like I, I really, I really love that feeling. It feels great. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of like sharing, I do like I'll, I'll retweet it or whatever, or post it to some social media platform just because I think it's fun. You never know who might be able to relate, just like you're saying. And then also, they definitely sometimes try, like, I try not to, once again, say, like, not gatekeep or anything, but I know Rap Caviar, like, the uh, Spotify playlist did a little statistic thing recently, and I don't know if any of you saw my tweet, but it's, like, I was, like, in the top 1% of, like, logical listeners. I was, like, oh, oh yeah, damn. I, <laughs> I was, like, really? <laughs> I was, like, oh, shit. But they try to make it sound like, they give you, like, a medal, I think. I think it says, like, you reach, like, diamond status or something. Like, what is this? Like, some oh. exclusive, like, members club? Like, <laughs> the way they yeah. phrase it. But I know it's just, like, it's just cool to see, like, who you're really, like, dedicated to listening to or who you, like, really vibe with. So, Actually, yeah. Off, yeah. off that same vein, now that I remember, um, I had gotten an email recently about um, me listening to this artist a lot. Like, it was Perfume Genius, and they were holding, like, a concert uh, I don't know if it was digitally or in person, but it was restricted only to like their top Spotify listeners. So like mm-hmm. I thought like that was cool. oh. I don't know if that like yeah I don't know if that happened to like other artists as well. But like that's I pretty cool, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I think I got something about that with uh... no, I, I see some emails about artists that I follow, and then it'd be like, hey, check this out, or but it's usually merch and stuff. So like it's never been anything mm-hmm. like that. Where that that's yeah. really dope. Yeah, I like that. I think. Uh... When the, it's not really music related, but th- talking about statistics, if there was another statistic you'd like to see at the end of the year, like what would it be? And mine is a little basic because I know you can go through each game to see how long you played each game. But I'd love at the end of the year to just get like a notification that like, here's all the games you played this year. Here's how many hours. Here's how many times you died. Things like uh-huh. that. Like, I'd love to see a wrap of like, like a big stat tracker. Games. Yep. Yeah, that would be super cool. Actually, there used to be this platform called Raptor that I used to use that would do something like that in terms of like see how long you played each game. But it was only on like, actually no, you could sync like Xbox and uh, PS4 and PC and stuff. But they, oh, they shut cool. down. They shut down unfortunately. But oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, that that would be cool. I don't know what new metric I would like to see though. Like I. As nerdy as it sounds, I do just, like, you know, exploring, like, the trends and stuff. I would like to see kind of, like, my progression of what I've been listening to and when and stuff just so I can see. Because, like, I feel like I've gone through several phases <laughs> this year in terms of, like, uh, just moods and just, like, you know, different things happening in the world. So it's, like, I bet you could very accurately see that in the way that my listening habits trend- changed throughout the year. And I wish yeah. there was a better way to visualize that. Spotify, I hope you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Pitching your ideas here for free. I know, right? Hire me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, like, oh, that, oh, now that I remember it, like, I remember um, something that me and my friends talk about is, um, like, I guess just like a metric on how many times you or your friends have clicked onto, like, what you're listening to, I guess. Because, like, you know, like in that right hand screen, like, this person is listening oh. to this. So like sometimes I like you know like we'd get a little curious and like we'd often click on each other's like stuff, like and if they you know if they if they keep track of that I'd like yeah to, I know right I'd like to you see understand like yeah. the, the engagements well. within your yeah. own profile and stuff yeah that, that yeah. would be a great idea like, I'm I'm positive they do they just don't tell us 
<laughs> Damn right, it, Spotify. Right. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, those would be the type of things that they would need to keep track of just to know what features are worth investing in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair, yeah. Because yeah. I, I see so many ideas get posted on the Spotify boards, but and they're like, that's a great idea. And then three years has passed and you just don't see anything about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know one of the things that I would really love the most, at least on the mobile app is, well, on the Android mobile app is how, you know how to queue music on the iPhone. You can just like swipe right and then it automatically adds it to the queue. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's, that's been around for years now. And that would be such a great feature because on, at least in my experience with the Android app, like you can, mm-hmm. you know how you can hold. Normally, you can hold the track and then it'll come up with the little uh, menu. But mm-hmm. sometimes that doesn't work. So you have to like hit the three dots, but then sometimes you might accidentally play it instead of hitting the three dots. And it, it like, that, that, it's just something small that pisses me off. Whereas I'm uh-huh. like, they really should just like me swipe. And then it's like yeah. a very conscious action with a very conscious feedback. But I, yeah. I guess that's more getting yeah. into like user experience. Experience, than yeah. I'm just like, music. go talk to us, Spotify's UX team, bro. It's like, you yeah. got beef. <laughs> It's like, listen here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Someone snip this and send it to them. <laughs> I mean, people Some have requested that feature for sweating. years. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... I can't say I like it's it. It's hard. But... Yeah, it's hard to, like, cater to everyone, right? And, like, mm-hmm. everyone has their slightly different... Or slightly different preferences in terms of what they want and value out of uh, any tool or software. So, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I just want to ask y'all if you could, because we're doing a lot of recommendations for Spotify, but to our audience, if you could recommend an album or a song, what would that be? I can start uh, because this is my question. Go for it. Go for it. (laughs) I'm going to recommend a new release from Miss Demi Lovato, my idol. Um, (laughs) She collaborated with Marshmello um, to release a song called It's Okay Not to Be Okay, which I think is perfect timing um, for what we're going through right now, um, knowing that everyone's going through a lot of different emotions and reacting to the different events very, very much and sometimes heavily. just to have a nice upbeat pop sign that goes like, it's okay not to be okay. And like, yes, like, I feel it. I love it. If y'all need a pick me up, quick pop song, you can sing along to like the first time you listen to it, you can definitely sing along to it. That is my recommendation for you all. Hmm. So is it just an artist or a song or? Song or album. Oh, hmm. oh. oh. Uh, I guess like for me, just like a couple on this, like some a couple on some spectrums. I guess like first and foremost, Sampha's uh, process. You know, v- very very self reflective album. It's I feel like mm-hmm. it's a very soothing, um, very relative. I mean, sorry, relevant um, album of the times. But on the on the opposite end, RTJ fours. If you want to get a little angry out there, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> have been listening into that, and. Uh, I guess Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist's um, collaboration, Alfredo, which I'm not sure if it's... I I do feel as if it's gone largely under the radar, but it's very, like, mellow, almost, like, um, reminiscent of Kendrick Lamar's, like, damn... Oh, sorry, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like that jazzy, like, feels like you're sitting on your porch just looking out into the world, talking Mm -hmm. to a friend um, kind of vibe. So, highly recommend Hey, you got me. I'll try yep, it out. Yep. <laughs> nice, nice. 
For me, it's hard to say because I've actually been listening to like a lot of older music, so it's not necessarily anything recent. But mm-hmm. um, I really like FKJ. Like almost everything he releases is just so relaxing and calming, and like it puts me in the most peaceful state. Like I've been in in a while, so I would highly recommend anything he drops. Nice, nice. I was just scrolling through some of my daily mixes because I don't really. Well, I was kind of curious because there's like a lot that I listen to and an artist that came across that I don't really hear people talk about that much is this artist named Choker. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, if for anyone who's listened to Frank Ocean, this guy's this guy basically has his voice. But and (laughs) so listening to his music, he's definitely an artist that. Um, I mean, I'm sure the inspiration is there. I don't know how much is inspiration versus imitation. And it, sometimes it sounds like imitation, but I'm sure that's not necessarily the case. That said, if he's imitating, then it's a pretty damn great imitation. Like, <laughs> because his music, the his music and his vocal, like his the way he uses his voice kind of mirrors the way that Frank Ocean does it. And I guess this is this might sound contradictory, but I don't. I tend not to listen to lyrics first more than like uh, musical progression just, and just how it sounds. Like that mm-hmm. tends to be why I prioritize. So, uh-huh. in that sense, his I find his music very calming for me. I'm mm-hmm. not, but I can't really tell you right now what he talks about. Which yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. You don't necessarily have to either. If it sounds good and you vibe with it, that's all that matters. Yeah, so absolutely. That's someone I'd recommend. That's great. I obviously have a lot of research to do with your recommendations. <laughs> so thank you all for for having that out. Um, and thank you for our listeners. Uh, give us recommendations as well. If you want to follow us individually on Spotify, you can connect with us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AverageBreadPro. Um, and we'll be releasing our podcast on the first Friday of every month. So thank you so much. Definitely connect with us. We are excited to talk to y'all next month. Woo! Hi. Oh, Take bye. Care. <laughs> Stay safe. Wear a mask. Uh, Please. <laughs> Please do. Yes. We'll be good. We'll make it.